Welcome to Video For All, where I ask the question if customers love them and it's never been easier to make them and we no longer need to be perfect to be on them, then just what is it that's stopping us and our business from embracing this powerful tool that is video? Today, joining me on my journey to democratize video for business is a marketing and communications professional who takes complex and often technical messages and simplifies them so customers and clients are not confused. And she's also made the decision to step up in front of the lens to make herself and her message stand out. And stand out she did to me because I saw a short video of... Uh, that she made when she was sorting the washing and she was telling me a story at the same time. Now, I think she is a natural born storyteller. Her name is Vanessa Ashworth. She's from the UK and she joins me now. Hello, Vanessa. Hello, Julian. Oh, what a lovely introduction. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to get on to that video. Uh, you, you probably underplay that video. Maybe I, I, I don't know. Uh, I think it's actually a really good example, and I want people to go and look at it, uh, of what the power of video can, can actually do. So we'll get to that. So uh, before we do, uh, who do you help and why? Who do I help? Okay, so I'm a business-to-business -business marketer, and um, I've worked in business-to-business -business kind of all my life and in marketing, and always... Um, well, for the last 16, or I had a long stint, 16 years in manufacturing, and then I went interim. So I was kind of open to anyone and I was working on contracts. But yesterday, yesterday, I started a new role, a permanent role, because one of my interim contracts didn't want to let me go. And so I've, I've just uh, started a new job. Oh. And that's for um, <laughs> software testing. So I'm marketing software testing now. Now a whole new language uh, of complexity to kind of work through to try and understand and try and make accessible to the common man. That's it. Uh, that, okay. <laughs> That's what you do. So I want to get straight on to this idea of storytelling because I actually, from that video, think you are a really good storyteller. Do you think you are a good storyteller? I never used to think so. Yeah. Um, absolutely not. Um, but I do like that video, even though I am just doing the washing. Um, but it's, it's, it's probably by doing video, isn't it, that you become more natural at it. So, so kind of just do it and start it and you, and you will get better. And I think that's what's happened. So, okay, well, what's your journey into video? Were you always comfortable on it? Did you not want to be on it? Uh, what was the trigger point for you to start doing it? Okay, so COVID started and I was made redundant from my 16-year role. So it was quite a shock. And of course, at the same time, everyone in the world, every marketer in the world was made redundant. And so um, it was a quite horrible situation. And I was on LinkedIn and I was connecting to every recruiter I could find. And one of them put up a post and said, would you consider doing video? And my immediate thought was, oh my God, no, I could never be that vain. And, and that's what I wrote. That was my answer. But of course, I was just projecting my fear, wasn't I? Because I thought if somebody sees me, they'll think I'm vain. They'll think I'm attention seeking. And I'm a marketer. 
<laughs> and you know, ADOs is the oldest kind of marketing model out there, isn't it? Attention, interest, desire, action. It's not attention seeking. It's not a vanity. It's marketing. And once you get over that and you realize it's actually, it's not about you. And, and that's it. I think people don't like putting the camera up against themselves because they think it's about them and they make it about them, but it's not. It's about who you're talking to. It's about the information you're passing to somebody else. So it's kind of get over yourself and get over the, the fear that it's vanity and attention seeking. Realize that it is marketing and all you're doing is giving information, whether it's providing value or teaching or telling a story or whatever it is, um, but it, it's not vanity. And, and so that was my, the first part. And that was kind of two years ago now. And I've probably done about 60 videos to LinkedIn since. Where, where are you now with that confidence of being on, on video? I will, doing the washing, I'm thinking I've not got much time. I'm, 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 I've just given my son his breakfast. I've got to put this wash load on. Then I've got to take him to school. So, and then I've got to start work. And I'm busy, busy, busy. But I've got this story and I want to tell it. So I point and shoot the camera, do it, one take. Um, then upload it whilst I do the school run. Put some subtitles on it and post. One take. It goes live. I don't care about makeup anymore. I don't care about what I look like because it's not about me. <laughs> so that's where I am with video now. Um, and I'm very happy to be on camera. I mean, we've all had two years of looking into the Zoom lens or Teams. We should get over that fear of, of the camera lens. Yeah, we? so the Zoom honeymoon is over. It is, <laughs> you know, it is time to get into it. I, I, I love hearing everything you've said. I love hearing you articulate it uh, in a new voice. You're saying a lot of what I help my customers and clients uh, try to do. Uh, uh, one thing I love about that, that video is when you look at professional production houses and they try to manufacture authenticity it just goes horribly wrong it's just it, it literally makes you want to put your finger down your throat and and gag it's yeah. so horrible that video looks like when it starts it looks like it's been manufactured because it's what a production house try to do you know they go oh let's try to make it authentic or okay, let's get someone doing the washing and that. And so it, it's got that little feel about that at the start. But once it gets going, what I really, really like about it is it's clear that you've made this video at a point when you had an aha moment. Like like mm -hmm. you you had an art. The story is you you retelling your aha moment. It's all based around a spellathon. Uh and uh, the lesson that you learn from that, and it, and that's why I think it's so powerful, is that we all uh, love a life lesson, and when it's delivered in in that way, uh, I think it's great. Which is, and I that's why I say I I, I think you're a natural born storyteller because that video occurred to me, uh, it, it appeared to me exactly how you said it that you had gone look. This is in here. I want to get it out. Yeah, I'm just going to push it, and the story just came out beautifully. And it was, it you know, it had a start. You know, you you set it up, 
you had a conflict point and then it you know and it resolved itself with you and your aha moment which is classic storytelling so kudos to you for doing that now so i have to ask you uh, was it as i just described was it uh, uh, completely uh, on the fly yeah no absolutely I, it was kind of I, I had a really busy day ahead but I'd got this story and because it's about marketing at the end, it's about, you know, effective communication and the idea that if, if the recipient of your story doesn't understand, or the recipient of your communication doesn't understand it, that's the communicator's fault. And, and, and that's what happened with this whole Spellathon story. And it was that aha moment that actually this funny story that just happened that I've learned a lesson from, was actually down to me, the marketer, but the mum getting the communication wrong. And, and, it, and it was it, it was that, and I thought that's a really powerful story. It's just cost me 200 pounds. <laughs> so, so it, but I wanted to get the story told. So it, it was, it, it, the iPhone point and shoot, tell the story, go and, and, and that's it. So it isn't set up. I, I'm, I don't know how to, I haven't got the technology to edit videos and, you know, and, and do all that. And I don't have the time. It's point and shoot with my iPhone. And then I use a, an app um, online to do the subtitles. And, and that's as technical as it gets. And so, I'm as produced as it gets. Yeah, yeah. and th that's what I want people to understand that this is, is that video affected me, it moved me in a, a certain way so that's a very successful video uh, and yet it was done with basically next to no production value at all uh, and it's, yeah. su it's such a great example that uh, you know where when the content shines uh, the uh, 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 the carrier, what's the word, uh, the method, I uh, can't even think of the word I'm after. Uh, doesn't matter. The technology doesn't uh, matter. So uh, we, have, have you actually now consciously started to work on your video presentation over these, how many did you say, 60 videos that you've made? Yeah, I've probably done about 60. Um, so, so what I normally do is um because because we're all busy aren't we um i usually most of my videos are actually in the woods by the house so i'll take the dog for a walk and i'll start thinking okay what what can i talk about today what do i have to talk about and you know i, I kind of when i started with my linkedin strategy i thought i want to be known for this this is what i want to be known for and so i'd think oh what can i talk about this today so i'd kind of for the first few minutes of the walk think about what I could talk about, what the story is. And, and then I'd just start, make sure the lighting was right and the sun wasn't directly in my eyes or whatever, but I'd just walk with the dog and talk. And then I probably wouldn't like the first one and think, oh, but actually I didn't talk about this, or maybe I don't need to talk about that. And so I'd go again, but I always do it in kind of one take. I don't edit once I've created it. I might delete a few first, but, um, and that's it. That's as, yeah, that's as complex as it gets. Yeah. But, but, but I do like, I think it's doing the point and shoot kind of in an office setting like this, where it's just you and the camera, it is quite off-putting. And you do kind of think probably it's a bit more about you and you've got to sit up and you've got to do this. Whereas I think if you're walking over rocky ground and dodging trees and, you know, looking after the dog, 
you've got other things on your mind as well. So it allows you to concentrate on the story and to forget about yourself. So I kind of, I, and it's better for the viewer, I think, if you're doing something more interesting than, you know, being a newsreader sat at the desk. So I, I would always say to people who are uncomfortable on video, try and do something that you love doing, whether it's in the garden or whatever, and to take your mind off it being about you and the lens. <laughs> so let's use that to springboard into... Uh, you were saying before that you don't worry about makeup now and uh, you, uh, it's, it's not about you. You're going in with a service mindset, uh, try, try to help people solve a problem that they have. I read something you wrote. Tell me about invisible versus invincible. <laughs> oh, so this was, um, so I'm, I'm going to be 50 later this year. Shock horror. And um and if, if you if you connect with me or if any of the people watching this connect with me on LinkedIn in my featured section, um, you'll see the the washroom video. <laughs> but there's also another one of how I became invincible marketing. So there's quite a kind of a, a long story. Um, so when I set up as an interim contractor, I call myself Invincible Marketing Limited. Um, and it's something that I've told myself over many years when you're kind of going through a tough time, it's come on, Vanessa, you're invincible. You can do this. It's, it's just a word that's stuck. And anyway, it, it's, there's, there's a long story, but, but watch the video because it's quite a good video. So I became invincible marketing. And then um, a few weeks ago, somebody wrote about women from the age of 45 to 60 and actually how we think we're invisible or we are invisible to advertisers. People don't target us, but actually, we have all the power uh, so it's women in this age range that make the big um, buying decisions in households and we've got money and we've got power and we're comfortable in who we are and we've we've done lots of learning to get us where we are we've struggled and we've we've smashed glass ceilings and you know we've been through divorce and childbirth and illness and you know, all these things, just as men have, but, but you know, with a, a female nuance and the different struggles that are particular to women. And, and this woman said, we are the queen ages. And I just love that. And, and I thought about it and I read the article and, and, and then I thought about what it means to me and the journey that I've been on um, through my life, childbirth, divorce, loss of a parent, et cetera, et cetera you know, a, a nice role, you know, a, a corporate role, and, and then that coming crashing down with redundancy, you know, in the midst of COVID and, and all the rest of it, but how I then built my business and, and have built this persona, this, you know, not a persona, this personal brand on LinkedIn and, and how I've overcome that. And, and I thought, yes, <laughs> I am a queen ager and I'm not invisible. I am invincible. And that was that was that story. Yeah, and so what? What? What I was taking out of that was this whole thing that you that you're not invisible, and in fact, you can't afford to be invisible now. No. We're going into the digital shift, uh, and devices. Uh, you know, we have these small devices. Text is fiddly on it, uh, and video is a more convenient way. Humans are creatures of convenience. Uh, therefore, yeah. if you don't start showing up on video, uh, you know, you're always going to write, always going to send emails, but you need to show up on video as well. And if you don't, you will eventually start to become a little bit more and a little bit more 
invisible. So yeah, it's uh, you know, and uh, it's curious too because here's the thing: with my clients, I would say seventy percent of my clients are mature women. And so it's interesting, I think, what you say is that you get to a point where you consolidate your body of work throughout your life and it gives you, uh, you feel like you have this new voice and that you can go out and you can overcome the imposter syndrome that, you know, who, 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 yeah, who made you the expert all of a sudden, you know, and, you know, we, we, we fear people saying that. Um, You know, one, one thing I found just to, while, while I'm thinking about it, is that a lot of people don't want to go on video because, you know, they think they're not a guru, you know, like who am I to say this, the tall poppy syndrome. (laughs) But what I've learned over the time is that there is a place for them, but most people who are at that elevated level are so far removed from what it is like down at ground level that there is a real place for what I call two steps ahead for people who are just two steps ahead of the people they are talking to because they're current in the thinking. They have real empathy for that person in their in their situation that they're in. So if anyone's listening to this, uh, take from Vanessa uh, that, uh, that uh, age does not matter with this. Uh, you're, it's not about you. Your looks don't um, uh, come into this. And also that uh, you do have something to say. You do have something to share and you've got it with your own personal flavor and somebody out there is waiting for you. They, they literally are waiting for you to show up and go, oh, you're the person that I needed to listen to. Sort of how it works. Absolutely. Video just completely ac- accelerates <clears throat> that like me, know me, trust me, doesn't it? This just being visible, allowing people to look at your face and look you in the eyes, just being able to talk about what you do just makes it so much more believable. And it just accelerates the like me, know me, trust me, because people become emotionally attached to you when they hear your voice and see your face and can look in your eyes. And, And you stand out so much more than anybody else. You might get fewer views on LinkedIn, but it doesn't matter because those it converts. And I can't honestly say that all the new customers or the job offers I've had since doing video have been directly because of video. But I can say absolutely it's been indirectly because of video because people have referred me. People have said, check this girl out. People have found me. I've become more visible on LinkedIn. And um, Stephen Bartlett uh, wrote a few weeks ago that the CV is dead and your social media is your new CV. And it caused lots of controversy and everyone was arguing about it. And I did a post about it and it was one of my highest performing posts. But it's absolutely true. And and it's not saying that you don't need a work, work experience or anything like that. But what he means is by being visible and compelling, you're just propelling yourself into that next role or to that next customer. Because with this last job that I've got, I've not been asked for a CV. Yeah. It is no longer who you say you are. It's who Google says you are. And that's what people (laughs) do immediately. You put people go on and they look you up. And if you're not out there, if you haven't presented yourself, 
to them, in a sense, you're invisible. So I didn't, I, I didn't see uh, that that post, but uh, I can understand the the argument behind it. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, so is there anything else you you want to uh, bring up or talk about? We haven't talked I about. I don't know. Um, I think just if anyone's contemplating doing video, then just do it. I mean, you will stumble at first. It, it's it, you've got to get over that awkwardness. But the only way to get over the awkwardness is just to do it. And and I'm sure you tell um, your um, your cohorts this. But subtitles are really important because most people scroll without sound and to be accessible. Um, to people in offices or people on public transport or wherever, uh, just yeah, you that, that, and that's the only editing or professional kind of software I use. Otherwise, it's just my phone, point and shoot, and just do it, just do it. Brilliant. So, Vanessa, if people want to catch up with you and connect with you, how can they do that? LinkedIn. LinkedIn's the easiest. That's where I spend far too much time, um, and it is just at slash Vanessa Ashworth. You'll find me. Terrific. You just hold there for one tick and I'm just going to finish off here. Uh, so if you want a safe place uh, to get comfortable in front of the camera so you can start showing up on video more and win more trust, more authority and more clients, come along to the new Video Professionals Club. We'd love to have you in there. You're going to be in good company. All right. Hooroo. See you next week.